Welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Stary, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Stary, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Starry Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by John Densmore. I've been very blessed to make a living in stuff I love, and I'm totally passionate about music and writing. So I'm eager to see what the day will bring and how I will feed that passion. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 119. Thanks to all the folks who contributed to this podcast on Patreon.com. Lucky to be coming at you at all today on this nasty road condition, snowstorm day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Drive safe out there, everybody. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. The return of TK. Great to see McLemore, Corey, and Oz planning out Royal Rumble weekend. Thursday, Brian Johnson, myself, jammed at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. Learned a ton of new cover songs, and Johnson was able to hang in there with about half of them. Friday, Brian K. Johnson, myself, rocked out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota. The Stew's Warrior Faction was there in all their glory, and it looks like we got to throw in some SRV in the mix. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself rocked out at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota. Was a packed house and had a blast jamming for the annual Foss Family Chili Feed. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, January 24th, 2017. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, January 25th, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be jamming at Lucky's 13 in Roseville, Minnesota from 4 to 7 p.m. Friday, January 26th, I'll be playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, January 27th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and I will be rambling on down to Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin to rock out at the fill-in station from 7 to 10 p.m. Guest this week is part three of three with 92 KQRS morning show personality Candace Wheeler. We discuss Kiss, Tesla, Brett Michaels, etc. Enjoy the conversation. Part three. Of the Mark Stare Music Podcast with Candace Wheeler from KQRS Morning Show, huge Jim Morrison fan, Black Sabbath historian. <laughs> We're hanging out here at Groundswell here in St. Paul, having a good time. And uh, Candace, I was going through your Facebook this morning, 
and I have to ask you about some folks that you have met that I wish I could have met. Okay. And I want to know what you thought of them. Okay, cool. Jeff Keith. Okay, so. Of Tesla, I one of the best singers Tesla. ever. Totally. Totally agree. Um, that was the first person, rock star, I guess, that I got to interview. So same thing. I Facebook messaged him. This was like in 2000, right when I started at KQ. Um, and he responded. And he said, yeah. So we set it up, and then I got to record it. So I have the audio still of like when I talked to him. But I had a really difficult time in high school because my dad had really bad substance abuse problems so my mom kicked him out I was like 16 and I used to listen to that song Getting Better by Tesla on the bus like every day from school coming home from school, going to school, I listened to it so much. And I was just, it really helped me, like, get through that. And I spent the whole discussion with Jeff talking about how that same thing happened to him, why he wrote that song was to get through problems in his life. And it was just really nice. It was cool. So cool. Yeah. Um, that's one of the getting better every day, that cool little, that ballady intro part. I love that song. Um, oh, my God. What a great song. So when did you get to meet him in person? They were performing at The Myth. So this was a while ago. Maybe like four years ago, maybe, they came to The Myth. So I just went, hung out, and then I got to meet him backstage. It was really quick, um, quick photo, but I really cherished like the time we spoke on the phone before the show just talking about that because that just made me feel so good to know that it wasn't just fake, you know? Like I feel like with a lot of music, especially today, people just write lyrics and they don't... It's is not he a, real. What does he do now? I heard he's a DJ at a strip club nowadays. Really? Oh my, I don't <laughs> know. That's weird. I'm pretty sure he's married and stuff, I think. What's some of your favorite Tesla songs? So that was, that's probably my favorite, Getting Better. And then um, uh, the Love One, Love Song. Love Song. Yeah, that one's good too. I love Tesla too. Cool. I can learn more Tesla songs from my show. All I play now is Signs and Little Some Susie. Signs. I play Little Susie too. Lil Susie's good, too. It's a cool rocker. Uh, He's got a unique voice, that high, smoky, It's so up. good. It's so good live. Is it still hold real. up nowadays? Yeah, it's totally. Yeah, they've been touring with Def Leppard. Jeff Keith. Yeah. Everyone go home and listen to some Tesla right now. I know, right? Love I love it. Okay, another person I saw on here on your list that you met. Seems like everyone that's ever been on this show is either open for this guy or hung out with this guy, except for me, um, Brett Michaels. Oh my God, I love Brett Michaels so much. She's so nice. He's so flippin' nice, and he is so dedicated to his fans like people can make fun of him all they want and they can say you know he's 
wears a bandana, he's fake, he's lame, he had that show, Rock of Love, I think he got a lot of crap for, but um, he loves his fans, and when he goes on stage, he performs, like, his heart out, and mm-hmm. it's it's really special to see, because he's sick, too, he has diabetes or whatever, he's diabetic, um, but he still tours all the time, he's always touring, I think that's so cool. How did you meet him? Just a backstage deal? Was he on yep. a show or anything? Did you interview him as well? No, I um, hopefully one day. But no, I went backstage at the Medina. This was also really early when I was at KQ um, with Andrea. We both went back and got on his bus and just met him really quick, took a photo. And then he came, I think it was last year, to a casino. And oh, dang, I forgot the where the casino is. Um, kind of far, like two hours out of the cities. And I recognized the tour manager who got us on the first time, and I kind of flagged him down. I had written a letter to Brett, and I just gave it to him. And then he came back, and then he got me, and he said I could, I could go and say hi. But by that time, yeah, all these chicks were you know, lined up to meet him, meet and greet people. And he was just exhausted. Like, it was really quick. You know, he appreciated me writing the letter and stuff and took a photo. And then he was like, I got to go. Like, I got to, like, sit down. Because it was just so, it took, it seemed like it took a lot out of him. Wow. Yeah. I've seen him play a number of times. Never with Poison, but just him solo. Yeah. And uh, I thought he was spectacular. So good. I know. Uh, I'd love to meet that guy. What's some of your favorite or key Poison tracks? Okay, so... When I broke up with my first boyfriend in high school, um, there was a song that was my ringtone. I won't forget you, baby. I won't forget you. Yes. That was my favorite song. But it, it makes me hurt a little bit to listen to it because no, I was so sad at the time. You know, when you're younger, it's like the end of the world. Um, and then Stand is really good. Um, Unskinny Bop is really fun. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Cry Tough. I can still play Every Rose Has a Thorn any night of the week at a show, and people will sing every... Yes, It doesn't totally. matter if they're old... Young, yep. anything. It's like right up there with like the damn, like Amazing Grace or something. The national yeah, anthem. Like totally it just like is. people are born knowing that song from me. No, I gotta come see you, man. I will. Okay. Why fun. does he play up here? It's it's almost like he plays. He on does, the right? So much. Yeah, I think he must like Minnesota unless he's just going everywhere all the time. Let's just. He just got. It's a good fan base for him yep, up here. I guess. I agree. I think that I don't. Everyone loves Poison, right? Yeah. Yeah. What are some forgotten 80s rockers? Seems like you kind of like that that era as well that people should listen to more of. Um, Besides Tesla, and I think Tesla's a good one that people should listen to more to. Yeah, that, they're very underrated, I feel. Um, 80s. Kicks. Kicks. Kicks is fun. Never even heard, I've never listened to one you song You should totally Kicks. listen to Kicks.
I can't think of the name of the song now, but I loved it. Cinderella. Oh, I love Cinderella. Yeah. Have you ever met Tom Kiefer? I did. Yep, he was at you the Medina did? too. I didn't get a picture with him. I don't. I'm not like a super huge fan, but he it was cool. He had his wife on stage, and they were singing a bunch of songs together. Mm-hmm. When was this? I saw him at the Medina like five years ago. It like, might have been then. Then Cat Perkins. I don't think it was that before. long. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, that was it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I love Tom Kiefer. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, people should listen to more Cinderella for sure. Um. Yeah, what do you think? I like Motley Crue a lot. Yes, me too. They're fun. Mick Mars is really hot to me. I don't know why. He's the like a skeleton. I love it, die. dude. He is so good at the guitar. It's oh, frightening. It's, awesome. it's frightening. That's why I love it so much. Like he's I got think a he's cooler. Guitar sound. Oh my god, it's so good though. Yeah, he looks like a corpse. I know. Do you remember there was a Larry King interview and he asked him if he was alive like during the interview. <laughs> I've seen Motley Crue a couple times, too. You've seen them? Mm-hmm. Yep. Recently for their farewell tour that I saw twice. <laughs> yeah. And then I got to meet Nikki Six really quickly the backstage. The Nikki Six. Yeah, he doesn't really do nothing for me, though. I don't know. I like McMars. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. All right. Now, I mentioned this next fellow to you during Canine Inspired Change uh, School, but what was it like to meet... Sir Gene Simmons. Oh my gosh, so <clears throat> I love Gene Simmons. I've always connected with him and his family just because of that show. Family Jewels. I used to watch that all the time with my mom, and we'd always laugh. And it'd be they, they felt so similar to our dynamic, really goofy and fun, and but really honest and upfront about stuff. So that's when I started getting into Kiss, is from watching that show. So it was kind of backwards, I guess. And then also my godfather was in the Kiss fan club, like the president of the fan club. So he's a, he's a huge Kiss fan. Um, but yeah, Jean, I was really nervous. Um, my mom was in the hospital for quite a while. She had a really big um, skin graft surgery for an infection they had to take out of her stomach. So it was like six months that she was in and out of the hospital. And at this point, the day of Gene Simmons coming into KQ, I was spending the whole morning. I didn't even go to work that day. I was spending the whole morning in the hospital with her, just kind of bummed out, really stressed out, upset. And I had this opportunity to go, to go help with the interview. So I rushed to KQ, and I was just so nervous and, like, already having a bad day. And he just made me feel so amazing, and he made a video for my mom. Like, he was holding me, and he, like, said, you know, this is for Sonia. We hope you get better. And I was crying in the video, and it was just, like, it was really, really nice of him to listen to what I had to say. Because he came in kind of, like, you know, at this front, and he was kind of, like, chicks, checking everyone out and being Gene Simmons. And then I pulled him away for a second, and I just want to tell you... My mom is in the hospital right now. We love you. We loved your show. And um, I just wanted to let you know that we really appreciated getting to know you through that and stuff. And he was like, and then I asked if he could write a, like a little letter to her. And he goes, no, let's not do that. Let's do a video. So then that's like how it all started. And it was so nice. I was just blown away by how nice that was. It really I'm made me feel blown away good. now just hearing about it. I know. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Then he's like that. Hum- I think he's a humble guy deep down. For sure. I think so too. What did your mom think of the video? She loved it. She Is cried. Is she a fan as well? Yeah, she 
Yeah. She thought it was super cool. My mom's kind of like a diva, though. Like, she likes a lot of R&B music, and um, she used to, like, disco a lot. But Heart is another band that I really love, and she got me into Heart a lot. So she does have that, like, rocker side, too. Is it true that Hart's no longer working together? Like, they're fighting the two gals? Um, I don't know. That would be a really big bummer to hear. I think so. I know that they, they've both done solo things, and I know that Ann Wilson just got married. Um, that would be horrible. I hope that's not true. My, good, my friend Randy Tolan, a little shout-out right there, buddy, that comes yeah, to shows. Yeah. He's the biggest mark for the band Hart of all time. Really? Cool. And he goes and sees him, and he's, he was worked up because they split up. So maybe they come back together. Oh my god! I this need to talk a few to him months. about that. <laughs> so we'll have to we'll have to figure yeah, that check out. Check in on that. Um, so how about when you go meet these, like let's say meet Gene Simmons or Brett Michaels, you you uh, uh, meet them and these people you admired or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you go about? What's your always? What's a good go-to question or go-to say to these people that's not going to sound like every other I know, fan I boy think in the about world? That. Um, I was just trying to. Does he ever interview someone that he really admires? That you ever seen him sweat on the microphone? No, (laughs) never, dude. He's cool, calm, collected. But I think he started out in the music business. You know, he used to work for Capitol Records, so I think he got a chance to meet a lot of people back in the day. Um, He's just—I don't know. Tom is like a family man. He doesn't really need stuff like that. I feel like in his life, I'm different. I'm not superficial, but I do have people that I that inspire me. Especially being at this age, I feel like I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do, and I feel like artists and musicians help me get there. So if I ever meet someone, if I ever get the chance to, I usually just try to have a conversation, like just normal. Um, but in the case of Robbie Krieger, I was so nervous that I, that that took a little bit of easing into, um, kind of like, and I always have questions prepared, like I write them down and stuff, just uh-huh. in case like I lose track or whatever. And, Oh, yeah. So what? Who? Let's see. What's another couple people? Then I want to ask you about the band Kiss and Genox. You're a big mm-hmm. Kiss fan yeah. as well, right? You are too, right? But oh yeah, yeah, I love Kiss for sure. So I want to ask you about uh, what are some people on your wish list? Let's say the future Candice Wheeler music podcast or whatever comes yeah. out. What would be some um, artists mm-hmm. that would be on your interview wish list? Well. Besides Ozzy. Yeah, I know. I was going to say Ozzy <laughs> wouldn't be my, the one I want to meet the most. But to talk to Geezer about, I think he would be the one to talk to about the band. Or Tony. Tony Omi. Because I feel like they have been there since the beginning. And I would like to talk to them about how everything started and behind the scenes stuff. Um, I've never met John Densmore from The Doors. So I would like to talk to him about it. The piano player's passed away now, right? Yes, Orton that's a player. bummer. Raymond Zarek, yeah, I yeah. wish. Um, I really wish I could have met him. Um, trying to think of someone else. Stevie Nicks, but that's also very unattainable. I've written her multiple letters. Have you really? Yeah, and I've been to quite a few of her concerts and thrown them on stage and shit. And it's, it's tricky. She's she's a she's a big deal, and that's she's fine. A huge deal. But I would like to talk to her as well because she's been through so much too just by reading her lyrics. And that's the thing. It's like she wrote all those lyrics. Like that was her life. It wasn't 
a joke. It's not, she, it's not like she just wrote it for a song. I really feel like she is also a writer, too. See, that's an example where we were talking about Styx had a name of a woman for the song, Lorelei. Mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks is a song of a woman's name, Rhiannon. Yeah. And I think Stevie's is just way better. Well, yeah. What is it about her poetry and songwriting that you enjoy? Kind of the same thing with Jim Morrison. Like, she's super honest. Like, there's a lot of her songs that talk about her getting her heart broken or her being sad, her not feeling good about herself. Like, that's cool that you can sing about that and because she knows that other people have felt like that. Um, and I think that's why she's so successful is because of girls like me or anybody like me who... You know what? Also, Christina Aguilera. Like, that's kind of where it started for me back in the day. Like, she's the same thing. She used to write all these crazy songs about how depressed she was and stuff. And, like, that made me feel like, oh, my gosh, it's, I'm not weird for feeling like this sometimes. It's just, it's, hum, it's humanistic. Is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. We were having a debate, some friends and I, this last weekend. Who would they rather have sing at their funeral? Stevie Nicks or Christy McVie? Ooh. <clears throat> well... I had to go with Christy. So I think this is really dark, but I have a really close friend, and he's sick. And I always thought that if he were to pass, that I would sing Songbird at his funeral. But that's, like, a lot. But I love that song makes you want to just burst into tears. I mentioned on a recent show that the the New Year's Eve song, Auld Lang Syne, uh, when they play in the ball drops, whatever, mm-hmm. just every time I hear it, I hear someone singing acoustic, it just hits me like this old musician I know you say, hits me right here in the cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Cool. The song Songbird <laughs> yeah. that Christy McVie does mm-hmm. is similar. Okay. That is a very... It's amazing. It, that is an amazingly beautiful song, and how she sings it. And puts that over. It's just literally just emotion. I know her voice is so unique, and so is Stevie's. But um, I don't know. I love Christine McVie's voice. It's deeper. It's a little more, you know. I think a little more edgy. Yeah, it's cool. Wow, I haven't thought of the song "Songbird" in a long time. Yeah, I think that's off Rumors too, isn't yep. it? Wow. Um, okay. So Christy McVie, Stevie Nicks. Christine Aguilera on your, your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> throw her in there. And Ozzy, if he gets time. <laughs> Those are big wigs, though. I'd like to meet some of the behind-the-scenes people who work at concerts, too. I've always wanted to, like, have a conversation with people who do all the work, you know, setting up and what they see, you know? Cool. You'll have to listen. I did a podcast with my buddy Ash St. John. He's a musician on the cities here, and he does that. He goes around and does all the backline for all these guys. He was talking about working with like Tony Bennett and and uh, all these. He's like worked for everyone. Does all the setup and all that kind of cool. stuff. It's pretty interesting. That would be really cool. What's some of your top Kiss songs? 
Well, even Gene songs in particular, if you want him singing, mm. just kissing. Deuce is my favorite song. Deuce is my favorite kiss. What? Song. <laughs> For real? It's I the guess best. it's the first song they ever recorded, I guess, song, too. Really? Okay, that's crazy. And the guitar player, Ace Freely. Yeah. I think he auditioned and got the band part when he recorded that guitar part over Deuce. Oh, my God. That's, he is so cool. He is awesome. Because he, he, he was in the studio as well. He was so flippin' nice. Such a nice guy. Um, and he's, he's still got it, man. Like, he was just ripping it on stage. I was really impressed. Because he's a little... He looks a little sickly, though. A little sickly? I mean, they've been around so long, you know? Oh, yeah, man. And Gene looks good because he, he never partied. But oh, the other... He never did party, did no. he? Apparently, he's never drank or done any drugs in his whole life. And he says that he did that for his mom because his mom survived the Holocaust. Wow. Do you believe that? Never had a beer? I do. I don't, I don't know. I'd have a beer right now. Somebody. I know. <laughs> I think there's beer here, dude. <laughs> um... Yeah. That's probably my favorite song. Detroit Rock City, too. That's a good one, too. One of my favorites, I'm going to drop one, is Domino. Ooh. Do you know that is one? Is that Ace Frehley song? No, it's Gene, It's Kiss off their, I think, I forgot what record. It's from the 80s or, or 90s. It's Domino. Yeah, you'll have to play it on here Domino, so I can hear it. Yeah. Virgin Mary. Dan. Yes, okay, okay. It could come across as pretty cheesy, I guess, but I love I Domino. Like it, yeah. What was the disco song they had? Didn't Kiss have a disco song? Well, Lick It Up, that album was kind of weird. Lick It Up. <laughs> oh, I was meant for loving you, baby. Yes, I, that's that a disco one. Song. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, Kiss is good. Kiss is a good time. Heck yeah. Um, so how do you go from listening to The Doors, this poetic kind of stuff, then you go to Kiss, and that's kind of like, you know, deuce. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you, some people are would have like a snobby look at some of that stuff. You just enjoy it as just music and yeah. what do you think? Um, well, I'm definitely more deep with The Doors and Black Sabbath. I have to be kind of in a mood for that. If I want to just listen to music and maybe rock out a little bit, I would listen to Kiss. But if I'm, like, thinking about a lot of stuff or if I'm in my car um, or if I want to write, sometimes I, when I write, I listen to music, too. Um, I'll listen to some deeper stuff by The Doors or Black Sabbath or Stevie Nicks just because it makes me get into a different mindset. If I'm just having some beers or whatever and hanging out, like, ACDC all the way, you know? So I think it's different. It's, it's all situational. Do you have any suggestions for me personally how to forget that I ever read the lyrics to the technical ecstasy Sabbath record? <laughs> I and I can just go back to it, it again. And, um, yeah, I think you should listen to that album again. I know I will, but how do I forget what I read? Just how like, awful them lyrics maybe are. you should just They're drink some beer <laughs> <laughs> and just like, 
I don't know, sit with Copper, hang out, make sure you're in a good mood, and I think you'll like it. I still listen to that album a lot. I'm actually going to listen to it on the way home. That's awesome. Um, Oh, because you know what I love on there? It's the song that um, Paul, uh, Paul, um, Bill Ward sings, the only song. Told you once about your friends and neighbors. It's like kind of Beatles-y, and I can't remember the name of it. I think it was Told You or something. No, I have it right here, actually. Um, the reason why Ozzy doesn't sing it is it's because uh, it was written by... They, Ozzy like, took a few months off, and mm-hmm. they had another singer in. And um, Yeah, look at this. I have all my Sabbath records right That's here. That's awesome. I think it's called It's All Right. Yes, I like that song. Oh, Gypsy is a fucking badass song, too. You need to go listen to Gypsy. It just I forgot backs, about that Backstreet one. Kids is so cool. It's so catchy. They thought me, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, but then I listen to the lyrics. It's like the worst lyrics I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. Like so non-Sabbath. They go from talking about witches and. Wasn't sweetly. that cool though? I love that. I love that there can be that difference. At least they try to do something new. Because what out? What year was that? Like eighty? No, seventies, I think. Really? Pull it back up here. Because that seems more eighties, like poppy to me than anything they've ever done. It was poppy. Yeah, you know? you're right. Let's yeah. see. Oh, it doesn't say. I feel like it's 80s. It could no, be maybe, late 70s. It is because... Look at the album cover, too. I know, it's weird. I don't... Because I don't even think Ozzy was in Black Sabbath in the 80s at all. No, I think it must have been in the 70s. So that's that probably like 78, off. 79 or something. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned that you do writing. What kind of writing do you do? You mentioned it a number of times. So it's mostly for KQ. I do a lot of concert reviews. Um, sometimes I'll spotlight an album or like talk about an album. I want to start doing more. I bought all these vinyl records. I would like to start like listening to them and then writing something about them. Um, just cause I don't want that. I don't want that to die off. I want people to still like listen to vinyl and stuff. So I want to start doing more of that. Um, otherwise interviews. And then sometimes I do personal writing too. Just so like creative writing yeah, stuff. Exactly. So what's some of your go-to vinyls to listen to? Well, I just bought Tina Turner, and I don't remember the album, but it's the one with her amazing legs. She's wearing, like, a black jumpsuit, and she has, like, amazing legs on the cover. Um, It has a song on there that's, I can't stand the rain on my window. So that one's really fun. (laughs) Um, And then I have a lot of the doors um, waiting for the sun I have on vinyl. and I have an old Almond Brothers record one of their lives live records i really like southern rock too so marshall tucker band is one of my yeah, favorites the boys i love them too yeah um is there any kind of modern music you like um i've been listening to that marshmallow dude <laughs> lately <laughs> there's a dj named marshmallow and he has like his thing is like a marshmallow head and then he's just like at the dj station like But it's just kind of like, I don't even know what you call that music, electronic. That's kind of fun to listen to in the car. 
and if you're at the club or something. So maybe that's what I've been listening to lately. Halsey is okay. She's kind of new pop. Um, yeah, you got to check out some of these Swedish rock bands I've listened yeah. to for sure. I think that's you would so love cool. them. All right. They're real modern them. too. Um, do you have any favorite Minnesota music musicians or bands? Um, not really. I'm <laughs> Sorry. Well, it is Prince Cal. I mean. Yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think of like a local rock gods. Most of the local bands I know are cover bands. Um, That's all right. Roughhouse Rocks. They're local. They're really fun. They always do the KQ Boat Cruise. Um, oh, and then this new band, Hot Pink Hangover. They're really fun too. They're local. Very cool. Yeah. All right, Candace. Thank you for being on the thank Mark Stereo Music Podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Woohoo! Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits in the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Let's pretend it's snowing outside. Your car won't start and you can't get a ride. Better call your work, say you ain't coming in. And crawl back under the covers with me again. Let's take the snow day, baby. Forget that it's June. Snow day, baby. Stay my arms to you. Take the snow day, baby. We got nothing to do. But get back to looking back to loving you. Soft, warm bed for you to lay your favorite movie and some more board games. We'll have them deliver if the cupboards are bare. Imagine where the mess is, go nowhere. Let's take the snow day, baby. Forget that's you. The snow day, baby. Stay my arms to you. Take the snow day, baby. Since we got around to bundle up just you and I with shades, pull down. Let's take the snow day, baby. Forget that it's June. The snow day.